Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So are we starting? Yeah, that's your cue, Ralph, when the song runs yeah, out. Was you... it? Uh, start it again. <laughs> no chance. You go for it. You want me to start that? We're live, Ralph. Come on. Ralph. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson. <laughs> Fuck me. Is that it? Is that our start? It's uh, hump day with Swanee and friends. I was out of practice because we had a buy. Are you fresh, Dane Swanee? Are you fresh, Samantha Riches? Oh, I'm not fresh. Yeah. I'm sure Dane um, is. Dane. What day is Tuesday? Uh, yeah, I've come good. Sam, uh, wonderful work. So the reason we did the best of because because you you toiled, didn't you? Oh mate, you worked harder than even Dane does on, on a on a package for the podcast awards that we had no fucking hope of winning. So I said, well, this is all good stuff. Let's make it a best of show. Hard to imagine that anyone could work harder than Dane Swan, but yeah. Hey, well, you know let what? me tell you. <laughs> well, working is the work is the last socially accepted addiction. So. That's um, very true. Yeah, so okay. I, don't know, I don't know why it's socially accepted. People you know, are addicted to working. Do you know what I've also not. got to get used to, though? I've got to get used to this, and I don't know why I'm not used to it at the moment. I've got to get used to the fact that Dane Swan is a big deal. Did you know you're a big deal, Dane? Yep. And did you know how I've worked this out this weekend? No. Because to no. me, you're just Dane Swan, right? But it seems to people who I thought were seemingly normal that I went to school with that I was on uh, Facebook the other day after you went on a Twitter rant about going for a walk around the a celebratory walk around the block. I have had. That was a rant. That was just my. I was just stating what I was going to do to celebrate. I know, but you know, I had literally. This is not a fucking joke. Two people that I know that day changed their Facebook profile pictures to be a picture of you with that tweet popped into the photo. <laughs> So two of my people, well, two friends that I thought were normal people who I now know that I need to remove them from my list because that's clearly not normal behaviour, changed their profile picture to you. Oh, it's bizarre. What's wrong with that? You do a podcast with me. So how fucking unnormal are you? Yeah, but you're, you're my friend. I know that, like, you know, and I know that Daisy's got his profile picture as you, which confuses me all the time as well. But to see two, oh, two I, I had, people. I had, my, I had my profile of him. That's how it started on Twitter. I, I had mine of him <laughs> when we were playing oh, and then yeah. he had me. Literally also, I might as well, well give him a shout out. He, he, he wrote, um, which is nice, something about 
shit in his pants or something like that. Um, it's a kid's book, so it's on his reading level. So that's probably why he's except. Shitting your pants. Yeah, so he read a book that's on his level, which is great. So um, if you need to toilet train your, your kid, I suggest go and buy it for him. Go and buy it for you. And, yeah, oh, there you gosh. go. So there's your little shout-out, though. <laughs> but, um, but I wouldn't say I went on a rant. I was just tweeting the game like everyone else does. It's not no, my fault. That... It was a good rant I, I know. in a good way. Were you trying to be yeah. relevant, Dane? Yeah, well, incredibly relevant. I'm trying and, to be. Yeah. Now you are. After the Collingwood <laughs> um, team of 2020 won by one point over the weekend, people have changed did. their profile pictures to you, who doesn't really so like pies anymore. But... Um, so it's all I'd rather them change it to you in the fernery or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well played. Come back. Well played. Yeah. Sharp up, Michael. Yeah. Well, it's just. Um, I'm yeah, I'm trying to steal the attention off the current players because I'm upset and jealous that they're getting all the attention and I'm not. So I've tried to say some outlandish shit on Twitter to bring the attention fully back onto me and not the boys who are currently playing at the moment. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, that was, so I'm a neutral, um, that was such a final. My goodness. For people who say that, uh, and sometimes it's been us, say, uh, definitely me, uh, the modern game isn't as good to watch aesthetically because of the amount of people around the ball. That was as good a finals I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Yeah, it was great. And obviously I am one. Yeah. I've been reasonably outspoken that this year doesn't count, and I still stick by that. <laughs> but, like, I'm not stupid enough to not realise when I see a great game of footy. And maybe because Collingwood are in it, it, I'm obviously biased towards watching it, but I listened to a little bit of the commentary around the game and obviously it was, you know, one of the great finals games. It had everything. It was high scoring or high scoring for this year. Was close, a seesaw lead back, you know, back and forth. Um, no, it was good. Now, don't get it twisted. This still, this season still doesn't mean anything. But even if the Pies um, win, Dane, are you going to be of that opinion if the Pies win? Because I did call them from the beginning. Yeah, I'm chance. going to die on this hill, Sam. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's but, like, conviction, but. Are you trying to tell me that Damien Hardwick, if that final was played at the MCG, he would have run off the ground and forgot to, sit, to join his team to the national anthem in a crowd of 100,000 in the first one? You reckon he forgets to do that? Or because they're up in Gabba, season's a bit meh, he's forgotten. Of course, because it, it, he didn't think it was the final. He was like, mate, it's telling you. Like, it's got whiskers on it. Now, luckily, that three of the four games had home teams playing. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So, like West Coast had a West Coast had a home final, which I, you know, which they got beat, but they had thirty, forty thousand there. The Gabba Brisbane had a home final with twenty or however many people they had, and Port Adelaide had a home final. So the home prelims this this weekend will be interesting to see how it goes mm. because they're both they're both in Queensland, both not home teams playing. So this will give it the true test if it feels like a final or not because. Did you watch the St Kilda Bulldogs game? Did you think that didn't feel like a final to me? I only watched the, the racing, yeah. Oh, I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, the Port Adelaide game, the Port Adelaide Geelong game did a bit. Mm. Well, here's uh, the thing. I don't want to name drop. West game obviously did, yeah. I don't want to name drop. I'm not big on name dropping. But a, but a, a guy I know who's, who's one of the greats of the game, Dane's he's had this thing that <laughs> the, 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 the big finals should go to the teams who get a home final. And, and the home final will be huge for, for those 
because uh, of the home ground advantage. So, so I took a little multi with oh, Brisbane God. and Port to make the grand final to be the Quinella in the grand final. Where'd you bet? Where, where'd you where'd you place the bet, Ralph? Oh well, sports bet, obviously. Oh, yeah. well, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, mate, absolutely. You would have got the best odds as well. No so doubt. I, listen, I listened to that great of the game because uh, he's been. So, you've been saying. I mean, he's been saying that uh, that uh, the home ground is so important, and that's what it seemed like. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Apart from over in the west, so you got three bucks for Collingwood um, with a power boost. You got a bit more, especially if you're betting a sports bet. Yeah, so I've got a moral. I've got a moral dilemma for you, Dane. Right. We've got 10 to 1. It's not 10 to 1 anymore. Should yeah. I lay off? Should I lay off? Was it un-Australian to lay off? Nah. No, what do you got? You got a Geelong, Geelong a Port Adelaide, Brisbane, Granny. That was 10 to 1. Well, I, no, no, no. Port and Brisbane. Oh, Port Brisbane. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. That's what I yeah. sort of said. Um, uh, no. No. Don't lay just off? Wait, just wait till the prelim and then... Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I think Port... I think Port will probably get... Through unless do we have to play Port if we win? Uh, I don't know. Well, if we well Port, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see who wins this week, but um, no, I'd stick fat with it. No, you'd Why play. No, sorry, because yeah, because uh, Geelong and Port wouldn't play the prelim after the. Final. Yeah, so yeah, so I think I think Port will probably get my sneak through to the granny. Yeah, I'm not sure about I'm not sure about the other side. All right, so the moment's two seventy five, and I've got ten. So should I? Uh, you reckon I shouldn't lay off? I'm just so sorry. Just we're we're recording the podcast at the yeah. moment. Are you filling out a betting slip? Is that what's happening here? No, no, I'm just checking what the odds were because oh. I didn't know what the odds are now. Yeah. I, know, I know that the odds I got. So that's I just needed to know your ethics on this thing. Well, no, no, I wouldn't. Still on that Collingwood game, just quickly, I actually forgot that it was on purely because I was so hyped and watching the Storm game. So after the Storm yeah. game, massive win by the boys, very exciting. I turned all my TVs and my lights off, went into my room, and I could hear this, like, yelling. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Somebody having a party. It's like lockdown days, guys. Like, what's going on? Open my bedroom door, and I reckon from about six different directions, I could hear the loudest going, where's the fucking 50? And people just yelling. I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I quickly... Quicker than I could turn the TV on, I had the AFL app up and I could see that mm. the West Coast and Collingwood were so fucking close. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? So I left my bedroom door open on the balcony and had the footy on and I felt like I had some atmosphere. for the first. I felt like I was at a game for the first time. I had a crowd mm. with me with like six different other households watching this game right down to the wire. It was pretty epic. Yeah, it was good. Well, it was a ripper game. I'm sure everyone was sitting in their houses on their own. There's absolutely no oh, yeah. doubt that was everyone a... was obeying by the rules. When I say six, it's got anything to do like how people are sitting in the park at the moment. I absolutely think people were sitting <laughs> on their own watching the footy, having a few beers. Absolutely. Definitely. You've a bit of park work, have you? Oh, mate. I feel like the Moonlight Cinnamon was down the park. Oh, like yeah. the park. I don't know why they don't open that up. <laughs> well, I thought they could put a. And I put a popcorn stand down there and fucking bar. The amount of people that sit when the weather's nice are sitting around the parks is incredible. Absolutely. Well, yeah, not that I'm after Secure the Beach. Yeah, exactly. Not that I and I'm not that I play golf or anything like. But how are you still not allowed to go play golf or you know, do anything like absurd? But you know, it's, that doesn't really bother me because I don't play golf, so I don't really care. I was but, walking. Um, I know yeah, you like. To, I know you like to walk around the G Ralph, um, but you can't quite get there. It's just outside of your five uh, k's. I know you like to visit. The statues, but I was walking around there the other day and I saw two people with tennis rackets in their hands hitting the ball against the wall back to one another, like playing a bit of tennis against the wall because they're doing their hour of exercise, which is totally legal. 
but they're not allowed to stand at the opposite ends of a tennis court and actually play tennis. That's right. How does that make sense? <laughs> they're not allowed that's to get a whole tennis court right. apart, but they are allowed to get a hit, go hit a ball against a wall. Anyway, I'll put up on it now. Kids are going back to school, so don't care anymore. Um, last, my yeah. last little question for you, Dane, on that Collingwood game. Um, I can't remember who said the exact quote, but a few people came out and backed it. They said it was um, Nathan Buckley's greatest coaching game ever. What would you say on that point? Um, yeah, well, listen, I actually don't know. Um, you know, I think coaches get a lot of the credit when teams that too, probably too much to the credit when they have a good win and they get too much of, the flack. you know, the whatever the word, the, the, the backlash is when they go shit out. And that's just just because they're the coach, they're the leader of the team. If I want to reflect that back to politics, just like the leader of our state has continually fucked this state up, so he's under the he's under the most pressure now. Whether that's rightly or wrongly, can you say that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, he obviously did a great job. Um, Tim, they shut out Tim Kelly. um, I think now whether they game plan to move the ball quicker because they have the talent in their side to move the ball as quick as they did and when I think I would imagine not that I, I didn't speak to them but I think their game plan would have been to try and move the ball quickly to get it in so West Coast didn't have the chance is what they're obviously brewing that is you know McGovern and Barack and stuff like sagging off and taking um, taking mocks which is a, a mark from opposition kick so to take a to take a mock and, and move the ball on so that's what they're brewing at so I would imagine their plan was a bit like Richmond in the prelim to kick the ball and give Coxie a chance, nice draw a night, um, let him run and jump at it. And I can Coxie turn into the duck there for a quarter. Um, and, and didn't we know about it? Man, he had a strut like Vince McMahon. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was great to see. Um, mate, the, the boys have to, I think I, I said it, I did a radio thing for someone before. I think I said the boys have to just about play perfect for them to win. And they did. Um, it was an unbelievable win. Um, everyone was, they were super excited good on them um, job's not done they would have enjoyed when it was a Saturday night and then um, I think they got they got a good one against Geelong they played well against Geelong <clears throat> now <clears throat> I don't, I'm just saying that I'm sure the stats probably would argue that just because I've just said it but <laughs> um, I, I genuinely do believe they beat Geelong this week and then they'll have a tough one against Brisbane in a prelim yeah. so if you're going to have a go, go, go back and put more meat on that bone. Why, why do you think they'll be too long? Well, why won't they? No, I'm just, I'm just wondering about how they match up. You think? Ah, well, well, you know, and I, and I know at every this time in every final series, the the side who wins in the bottom half of the eight all of a sudden becomes much better, and the side who loses in the top four become much worse. But yeah, um, I think. Um, They'll have an advantage in the ruck um, with Brody, even though Darcy Cameron was great on the weekend. Um, Tom Hawkins is there. Tom Hawkins and, and Paddy are obviously their two main keys down forward. They can stop them, which I think we've, we've got the All-Australian centre-half back or was he full-back? But wherever he was, he was All-Australian in the back line. Darcy. I think he, yeah, I think our strength is our back line. Yep. Um, and a midfield. And if Coxie and Geordie and that can play like that, again... Well, I can't say why we can't beat them. But in, again, it's a neutral field. Unfortunately, they're not going to get it at Cadinia Park. I know they want it down there, but <laughs> and, you reckon? and if you hit, and if you 
And if you believe the rumours or you hear the rumours about what's going on at that footy club at the moment, they're, uh, they're in turmoil. So not that I'm one to believe rumours, but there obviously has been some shit that's been floated around the last day or two about certain people in their side and what's happened. So The cats? Uh, yes. So um, I won't. I'm not going to share that rumor, but if it's but true, <laughs> no, I won't say. But if it's true, I've, I've had about five messages today. I'm sure most people in the footballing circles have. But um, yeah, that that means one of their players go out, or um, there's a bit of unrest in their side. Who knows? But um, but we'll find out on on Saturday night. And the best thing about the prize win, it gives me another weekend of lockdown to look forward to something. Yes. Very true. Um, and, Storm, and Storm, which was great. I had to record the Storm. So I watched that afterwards. Um, so yeah. I had Collingwood into the Storm minus 10 and a half, I think. Um, then they, they went down 12 mil. So I was like, ah, I'll back to fucking Collingwood. I'm back in one out. And then I thought I was going down. Then obviously Storm stormed home. Um, yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, another great weekend of footy, mate. Um, coming up, a couple of good games. Hopefully, you know, if I was a betting man, and you are? Yeah, I'll take, I'll take Richmond at the line um, in the Collingwood, obviously. But I love the unders in the Collingwood-Geelong game so much that I'm going to take the overs. <laughs> <laughs> because when I love something that much, it has to be wrong. It's too good to be true. <laughs> Has that been the motto of your life? Yes, and I've, and I've, I've gone, mate, this is a fucking... Give me, mate. Bang, and then it goes over. So they know something that I don't. That's why they set the lines in the markets. So Collingwood into the over. When it just screams out, look, it's going to go under, it's going over. <laughs> and I would bet it. And obviously, sports bets, sports bet will give you the best odds for that. So jump on a sports bet. And, and then throw in the bucket, throw in the bucket of the line on Friday just to give you a bit of value on the Friday Ooh. game in Are the you, NFL. You tweeted. Apart from your funny one, but Pies Rock Not funny one. Well, about the the brisk walk. Pies that's how I celebrated. Yeah, why is that funny? That's exactly what I did. I had a brisk walk around the block because I'm not allowed to do anything else. But you created lots of lols, and that's that's good because you're around the people. Pies love nothing more than being hated and given no chance. Us against them mentality is real. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. But can I ask you this? Yes, you can. When watching games when you were playing from the Perth or Adelaide, it's still, Collingwood always had huge supporters because that, yeah, that's your mega club around Australia. Don't that, tell anyone that. No one's meant to know that, Ralph. <laughs> well, what I'm going to say, that might have been the most hostile crowd Collingwood ever played against. Yeah, or, yeah, now they're pretty feral over the, um, West, Coast, the West Coast supporters. And no, no, virtually no Collingwood supporters allowed in. Yeah, and Adelaide, I think I think there was a thousand, because I got two tickets for a mate. Yeah. I think they said they got a thousand. Which right. is in a, in, a, in a which is fuck all in a thing of sixty thirty thousand however many they had, yeah. Um, yeah but they're pretty nasty over there. And they're also I've been there in New but I haven't played at it. But um, the last at Subiaco or whatever the, the last ground was, the bench was like underneath the stand, so it's you cup of mouthful when you walked off. Um, them and probably Adelaide supporters were nasty on the road to South Australia. They used to throw shit on you and spit on you. They were nasty parties. But but those that I enjoyed it. So that's what a home crowd should be. Absolutely, your home crowd should be feral and make it a, a hostile place to come in. What's the point of having? What's the point of having them if you, if they can't make you feel intimidated and like feel like you're back against the wall? It's exactly how it should be. In my so you're a man of the people, and um, 
you were the first one to say about the lack of crowds at, at games and all that. And here I am getting, and, and about how hard, much harder it is playing without your supporters. And one of my best mates texted me after the game, he, I'm just reading, unashamedly cried at the end of the game. I knew we'd win. It's just amazing what footy does to people. This is a grown man my age. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It does. It's incredible. And um, what the whole thing why I've been harping on that this season is nowhere near like the others because your mate's crying and he, now he can't. It's life. I got philosophical. I mean, life is about moments and enjoying them with the people that that you love and you care about it and your friends and family. Now, if you can't enjoy or you can't, um, what's the word? If you can't, um, you know, be sad or whatever it is. If you can't grieve a loss or you can't enjoy a win with your friends and family, what's the point in doing it? Just sitting at home, it just feels empty. Well, sitting on the couch after a big win like that going, uh, well, I can't fucking go and go to the pub and have a beer with the boys or I just have to go for a walk around the block. Well, that's it. <laughs> so what it was like, Sam, what it was like in the old area. That's yeah, wasted, absolutely. in my opinion. I just wanted to feel like I was part of the six apartment big crowd. And I did, so I watched it right. before. Well, hope, hopefully soon enough. Do you no. think we come out of lockdown on the 19th, like, a little bit? Or do you think, like, yeah. you had, yes, you do, Sam? Oh, I've genuinely given up hoping because, for me, my next so, anchor is to go home to Perth and, and they're not opening the borders until we have zero cases for 28 days in a row. So, for me, that's my like that's the thing that I'm paying attention to. And that'll be three years, so that's not, they'll change that. <laughs> Um, when's yeah, the election, When's the election over there? In Perth. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. Because I reckon that's when you'll change. You'll, you you'll get the result and then you'll say, oh, well, five's all right. Yeah, I, there's a mathematical genius called Dominic Byrne, a punter, and uh, he said the modelling was wrong with the government two months ago and he's been saying it's going to be five come grand final day. And he's, he's caught it all the way through, so I'm sticking with him. He knows. Yeah, but we're meant to be released on the 19th, aren't we? Least. Now? Uh, sorry, he meant the 9-8. Yeah, he meant the 9-8. So in two weeks' time, he reckons he'll be down to five. If it's not under five, do you reckon he'll still let us out? Or do you reckon he'll say no? As long as not an outbreak. I can't see there being an outbreak. Yeah. Because people wear masks now. The chain's broken. So I, um, I, yeah. I had an idea that that seems, oh, seems too go. good to be true. <laughs> and if we're going off what Dane said, if it's too good to be true, it usually bloody well is. But if our numbers are so low at the moment, rather than locking up 5 million Australians that might have coronavirus, why don't we lock up the 200 and something that definitely do have it? Then it can't get out. If you test positive, you have to go into quarantine somewhere. Then you can't, you physically can't infect anyone. Like if you're forced to quarantine when you come back off a plane, why don't, if they get a positive result, that person has to go into quarantine? No questions. Then we've just locked up 200 people as opposed to 5 million people. Doesn't that make sense? Depends if a security guard would. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very mm. true, Ralph. See, now I see why they haven't done it yet. They yeah, and people are always breaking. Look, I've said it in a show pretty every, every week for the last seven. People always break the rules no matter what. You put whatever rule in front of them, there'll be someone who's broken it. Like, just like someone else will break the AFL hub rule. It just always happens. But I hope we get out of soon. I've had... I've had the hardest probably four or five days I've had in quarantine. <laughs> now, talk us through it. What's happened? Cox, so I've got two new TVs and a whole new Foxtel system. Mm. Put in. So you've got to learn all the new remotes so, and how the... Mate, I'll uh, tell you what, mate. How the Learning the new remotes and, and trying to get my button, my finger configuration and my, my finger grip, my button configuration. Mm. It's been an absolute disaster. 
Did you get that Thanks. through the GoFundMe page? Yes, of course. Thank yeah. you. Thank you to everyone who donated to you. Who, uh, who gave, yeah, donated for me. Um, but like Wayne, especially like Wayne, so I've got the same tallies. Like, so I've got the same remotes. But like Wayne on the couch or in bed at night, like I have to keep turning the light on. It's a fucking disaster. To like, see the buttons, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and like my my finger, my thumb movement is in nowhere near what it should be at the moment. And I keep hitting the wrong buttons. I can't flip from like. That's like your left and right side brain. You just, it's all It's no good. It's, yeah, it's like a pretzel. Um, <laughs> so it's been tough. I haven't been able to, it's been, since last Friday, I think I've got them all in. So um, it's been no good. So I'm, well, I need to get out. Well, I'm going to circle back to you saying that you don't like to uh, tell rumours or indulge in rumours, but you do seem to like to start rumours because I did notice that the Herald Sun, shout out to the Herald Sun. Hello, yeah. guys. We know you listen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us the numbers. Um, you started a little rumour that you and Does might be going on a uh, end of footy season trip to Shepparton, which made the papers, which is pretty cool. So I guess if we do All get right. let out on the 19th, is that something you're looking forward to? Well, people may listen, but they obviously don't get context or tone. Um <laughs> <laughs> If they think if they think we're going to Shepparton. Um, <laughs> it was nice getting nice publicity for a chance. Oh, I wasn't it? Um, no, I'm not sure that's a rumour. Well, um, well, I know well, I know what he's doing after the season, but um, at some stage, definitely, like feel like you're getting home. Like once a year, us and like the boys get away. Um, you know, for usually overseas, but obviously, we, I'm understanding that's not happening this year. So. Mm. Whether it's like a Shepparton, like in Dalesford, Porty, Ballarat, um, anywhere, just anywhere where we can get together for four or five days and relax and catch up. We haven't seen, you know, if you've been obeying the rules, you haven't, I haven't seen anyone for a very long time. So it would be nice to catch up after a pretty shitty year and um, have a few beers and relax. So hopefully that does happen now, depending on what happens in Melbourne and when the 5Ks ease. Um, It'd be nice to do it over the carnival some trip, maybe. Mm. All right, we need to get to some shit and shit too. Um, oh. Dane, uh, have you got a, um, a, a, a phone there you can Google something? Yep. Yeah, so, what do you want? Well, well Sam, I, I saw this article in The Age and I thought, is this the type of stuff we should talk about? Oh, it says, Melbourne artist plans to self-inseminate for a long-term live stream. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Probably, probably, I'll give you something to Google this next week. Oh. Uh, sometime soon, probably next week. This was back in August, but I've just loved it for us. We haven't got to it. Melbourne artist Casey Jen- Jenkins will ovulate. Jenkins will send out a notification on social media. A vial of sperm will arrive on their doorstep, but within hours, an audience will watch online as they self inseminate in the name of art. What? In the age, the age Casey Casey bought a girl. She's ovulating, Dan, so I think she'd be female, but what she identifies as, we do not Yeah, okay. Okay. Do not assume such things. Thanks for clearing that up. (laughs) Oh, you're you're never going to be too sure in this day and age, Ralph. Correct. I don't want to get my my wording wrong. I don't want to say, you know, the the wrong... what do, you, what do you call the thing? What do you call like a Mr. and Mrs. or he or she? What gender. do you call that word? Gender. The, the pronoun. No, the pronoun is that what you call oh, it. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, okay. I don't, want to get, I don't want to get the pronoun wrong. 
Well, if we yeah, are... let's call them Fabies now. Did I mention this on the recent pod? What do we call them? No. Fabies. People who don't want to say what gender their kids are, they're Fabies. Then... A Fabie. Yeah. That you mean fuck with. So <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> is that Latin for fuck with, is it? I was going to go and say not well, but I pulled back and you just came on past me on the inside shoulder. Um, what? So I read a bit more oh, and it says the 41-year-old why about this article. Oh, I loved it. Uh, okay. Will discomfort, probably criticism. Jenkins and O'Stranger controversy. 2013, a vaginal knitting performance. Now, oh, Google yeah, this for me, don't please. Google it. Casting yeah. off my womb. Hold on. Casting yeah. of my womb. Casting off yeah. my womb. Off oh, with two Fs. Yeah. By oh, Casey I've Jenkins. I've seen it. Wow. I know exactly what it is. Is that a K or a C? The C. C. Yeah. I don't think about it. One thing I can spell is names because I've signed so many of them over me. Um, life. I'm like George Costanza. I know names. How to spell them. <laughs> Isn't that a unique sort of look there? The Melbourne artist's most famous work, Casting Off My Womb, consisted of her shoving balls of yarn up her vagina and then pulling out, pulling them out and knitting them live in front of an art gallery audience. And am I correct in remembering that she was on her period when this happened? I want to see what she looks like. Ralph's gone from the Jesus. conversation. Dane, am I correct in thinking she was on her period during this time? Is this correct? Pardon? Was the artist? Was she was on her period. Yeah, is that correct? Um, I've got uh, uh, it's another artist. Yeah, to, to mark, she was doing to mark one full menstrual cycle. The yarn was initially white, threaded slowly to red as it soaked with period blood, then back to white again. Ralph, take a breath. How did it go back to white? <laughs> Once her period had finished. How did it go back to white? I've got no idea. <laughs> the woman's a magical creature. I've got no idea how that works, but no. they're mythical. Um, well. Listen, no, no, man, listen, take it to your maker. If she can make a decent living out of doing something like that, I'm all for it. If people are, if people are interested in that kind of thing, I have absolutely no issues with it whatsoever. I might get a bowl of yarn up me north and bloody do it. <laughs> <laughs> I might get a bowl of yarn up me dirty balloon knot and bloody just um, knit out a, a Collingwood jumper or something like that. <laughs> Well, I'm all for people making money any way they can. Like if, they, if people people like that kind of stuff, well, and to be honest, I haven't seen it, so I may very well like it. I just when when is when is that um when's her next one? Yeah, uh, I'm not so, sure. I'm not sure. What do you mean? Let Ralph, me know. I might go to it. Live, it's alive, Dane. You can watch it on your phone. Be something for Zoom. Oh, Zoom. I might give it a go. Um, don't, don't knock it till you try it. Hey, have you, uh, uh, Sam, you've got something in common with Dane, you've had, you've, except the other end of your body, you've got a life-threatening hand injury. Yeah. I was just wondering what, what it's done? like to be a footballer this week because I did something to my hand now going on 11 weeks ago and I'm usually, because I've got an acrobatic background, I'm usually on my hands all the time. I haven't been able to do any of that kind of stuff. Lucky you didn't say you need, Sam. <laughs> Dane Swan. 
Okay, say such a thing. I'm a lady. No, I hurt my hand and it's oh, taken. That's why I said on your hands. I don't know. Not, not hands and knees, just hand. Um, Lucky Ralph didn't say it. I'd be fucking shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Each of their own, though. You wouldn't be able to see him. You'd probably fucking stand in a hole. <laughs> Unless he makes money off it, you know, and then you support him. Correct. Oh, exactly, exactly right. Yeah, well, it's taken me 10 the weeks oldest. because of coronavirus to get an appointment and then a scan and then a result from the scan and then finally found out what's actually wrong with my hand 11 weeks after being in this cast and not being able to do fuck all. So your hand hasn't, so your hand hasn't healed because of coronavirus. So your hand's going, you know what, fuck it, we're in coronavirus, I'm not going to heal myself. No, so but my point, my point is if I'd have been able to get into the doctor and then go straight for my scan and then get in with the hand specialist and then get in with the surgeon as quick as someone like Joel Selwood has done over the weekend, i.e. dislocated his finger on Friday, had surgery and he's back on the park already. I'm 11 weeks later and I haven't even got into the surgery room yet. Jeez, it must what be good being a footballer. I have... Uh, um, yeah, it's, not, it's not bad actually. Is it? There's got to be some perks. What are some of the best yeah, perks yeah, you reckon? Because good. that's got to be one of them. 10 weeks I've been with this injury uh-huh. and he's back on the park in four days. What have, what have you done? A scapholunate ligament. So it's... Yeah, so I, I, that's your wrist. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I ruptured that. I had to have wrist surgery on it. Did you? you what did you miss? I, what did I miss? Oh, you wouldn't believe it. I didn't miss a, I didn't miss a game, mate. <laughs> I, uh, was that after round 22? No, I won the best and fairest. That was the first year I won the best and fairest in... Um, <laughs> I don't know if you... Um, it was. Uh, I've actually got, vid- I've got vision of um, them pulling the... I've recorded them pulling the pins out of my hand. I've got that's where my wrist. You said that's, that's as far as my wrist bend now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know people who listening can't see it. Yeah. But like my wrists are um, fused together now because the whole muscles. They're the only things I really had wrong with me. I had like just chalky wrists. So I, I um, the late skateboard and lunate were gone. They had to have oh, surgery on them. But I can't. I can't remember doing it in the game. And then um, like the doc goes around here after the game. Yeah, yeah I'm right, mate. Woke up the next morning, tried to open my bedroom door and couldn't. I was like, fuck, something's wrong with my wrist. I went and obviously got a scan. I'd obviously brushed the skateboard and lunate in between there, the ligaments. And then um, I just played the rest of the year, won the BNF, got surgery at the end of the year. And then in, in the next year, I did the other wrist. And um, it was sore. And then that was in 2009. I won the best Ferris as well. Um, I think I was all Australian as well, but um, that's 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 besides the point. Yeah, that's that's besides the point. I think 2008 I was all Australian as well, but that's because. But um, and then they wanted me to get surgery at the end of the year, but on this one I had to be in a car for eight weeks, and because I was going to Vegas and I was going to pool parties, and I said no, (laughs) didn't have surgery, didn't have surgery for four years on it with a broken wrist I played with. During my during my best years, um, and then it got to the point where I couldn't even hold a plate, and then and I I couldn't not that I was a tactic tackler anyway, but like I couldn't tackle if someone hit it, someone hit it, it just sting for like thirty seconds, and like the physio on that eventually got used to me like going down in the heat and just like folded over, so like shaking it out, and then come out and go nah, just me wrist. Keep going, and then it got to about 2012 or something. I was like, no, nah, my wrist is just fucking too sore. I need to get, I need to get surgery in the year. So I had to, and I had to get in a cast. Yeah. So, so the story, moral of the story is, I played probably my 
I probably played my best footy in my peak with a broken wrist for about four years. That's outrageous. So, um, so yeah, that got me doggy. Come on. That's outrageous um, because I literally, uh, like, it's such a small little ligament that holds two little bones together and I, I cannot weight bear at all. I, like Dane said, I can't pick up a plate. And, like, the rest of my body's so yeah. well functioning and I'm used to being so athletic and moving, you feel fucking strange not being able to lift a candle or, like, I can't do my hair up. Like, it's bizarre. I can't believe you played footy uh, with that. That's outrageous. Yeah, roll it's nuts. Nice. Roller skates. Nice. Roller skates. Oh, fuck. How's, yeah. your, how's your smooth segues today? Obviously, can't roller skate if I'm having surgery on this hand. I don't want to fall over on it. But yeah, I'm going to take that. Did it. No, I just did it doing like a bunny hop, which is a preparation for a handstand. And I do 300 of those a day because that's what I teach the kids to do. So I literally just lent on it funny one day. And then, uh, like, the next time I went to lean on it, I was like, it felt like I was being leaning on glass. And it's been like that. For yeah, me. mine went like that. Mine, so mine snapped under me. Yeah. Oh. So I think I was actually, t- I went and had a look and had a look at the vision in that game, the first one. Well, actually, I was actually tackling Brock McLean, um, of all people, who's oh, been on this really? podcast. And I tackled under him and I just, my left arm, my wrist just snapped under him. And that's when it broke. Um, or well, just when his ligaments went. But um, now they're like, I've, now they actually don't bend like. Oh. So and the other positive thing out of my wrist was that I couldn't do weights because I couldn't. I can't bend my wrist to hold a <laughs> hold a bar. Oh, and so that was the perfect that was a that was a perfect excuse for me just to get out of weights. So I wasn't a big not not a big weight guy. Well, when I went to the surgeon, I said to him, right. These are my expectations. I come from a world where Cooper Cronk breaks his arm and is back on the field playing in six weeks' time at full match fitness. And I've already been in this cast for 10 weeks, so I need some progress. And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, but you're not a professional athlete. And I was like, that's a bit rude. Right. Nothing's for nothing. It's a bit rude for him to go. Oh, uh, exactly. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's, what's it going to sting you? Don't know. We'll find out Thursday. You got to know if you get free medical, but. Yeah, I know. Assholes. Lots of messages here from Dylan. 20, how was the celebratory press walk? <laughs> um, it was long. It was very long. I walked, I walked all about six in the morning. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to. You, you obviously didn't. Walked around his no, house. No, I walked around, his, walked around the block no, and walked back around his house. And... I, I thought the curfew was good. Well, oh, we're only allowed for two hours, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was an hour. Supposed to be five yeah, it, was, it was a quick one, yeah. Lots of blocks. 
Yeah. And uh, Nico added, go you fucking pies for the same question. Uh, from Matt, Irwin, yeah. shout out to the Yapoon Swans, six straight flags and breaking consecutive record games, 89 wins in a row. Fair the Yapoon uh, Swans, that's not bad. If LeBron wins the championship, where does that put him against MJ? Uh, well, he's, at, he's at the, definitely sitting at the table with him. Um, and it's all subjective, isn't it? It's like, am I the greatest midfielder ever? Probably, you know, listen, it's, it's, also, it's very subjective. Um, so, but oh, he's right there, but it's very, very hard to beat Jordan. But um, he's 1B, I would say. Jordan's 1A. From Flame Jockey, where are the first three places you want to go when lockdown and travel bans are lifted? Australia only. Australia only. Um, you mean block to the Albion? Because I'd love to go there, but or you mean like a, a holiday yeah, or right. a holiday place? Yeah, I've been um, Okay. Where do you want to go home? I really want to go home. Yeah. Um, but I'll come to the Albion on the way what? to the airport for a drink. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, the, probably like the rest of. Fucking Victoria, somewhere. Well, it's probably going to be warm by the time we let out, but I've got some friends up north, so whether that's like on the Goldie somewhere or you know, Burley or Byron Bay or um, somewhere up there for a week or two. Um, and then probably somewhere that'll probably be with some mates, so that'll probably be like a little bit of a blowout. And then um, in, if we're talking Australia only, then no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, nah. no, nah. fuck, How, am I what? I need to do some, I've got some cards, and we're coming into the season of being pissed. Like, mm. come like, in with no pre-season. Exactly. Saturday night, the last couple of weekends, I've, I've started to ramp things up. Um, but this weekend, obviously, Collingwood are playing, then the prelims, then the granny cosplay, <laughs> then, we've got the, then we've got the carnival. Um, but then somewhere with Taylor will be somewhere I think we weren't going to go like somewhere up north, like to some beach we've never been to, some like cool island or somewhere off, like in somewhere. And I haven't actually I haven't given it a thought yet, but it'll be a, a pretty relaxing holiday on a beach or somewhere warm with her. So there'll be the three places. From Sam's, uh, Sam. Kittens, kittens as well. Kittens. What are your, some of your favourite pie shops in Perth? What does of, that mean? Some of my favourite pie shops in Perth. Well, there's a. I don't know if you guys. Do you, have, a, do you guys have Mrs. Max over here? Is that a euphemism or a metaphor for something? Yeah, pie right. shops or well, is it actual, actual, something hidden in the question? I'm unsure, yeah. but well, but I think it's a Perth thing to say. If it ain't a Mrs. Max, take it back. Do you know? Do you guys have Mrs. Max over here? <laughs> you're very simple. You're very simple folk over there. Oh, listen you? to it. Just, just worried about pie pie shops, eh? <laughs> hmm. From uh, this is a moral dilemma. I think this could be for you, Dane. Three one nine six soup. Don't know if that's his real name. Should I give my work colleague a hand job because it's his birthday? <laughs> that's absolutely disgusting. If you want to raise, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Dutch rudder. Come on, <laughs> or a French rudder. Is that all the French rudder? <laughs> Bosnian pancake from Hilltops. Mm. Uh, did you make Jack Hip Crisp? Sorry, did you make Jack Crisp do the Harker Saturday night? It was a great throw. Uh, it was a good throw, but um, he did. Well, we'll probably do one. Um, but yeah, it was nice. It was a throw, absolutely. But um, we got away with it, didn't we? From uh, 
Sean Weir, use Zencaster to record over the Zoom. Cleans up your audio. Sam, that's your area now that you're uh, COO. Thank you so much. We don't actually use Zoom, but thank you very much for your uh, tips there. So. From Bazfit, how how good was the Pies win? P.S. Kane Corns is a bloody flog. Well, isn't isn't what Kane did what you meant to do in the media and get attention? I don't mean that as a smartass. Yeah, well, maybe, well, you've got to have an opinion. It's like Hutchie, I read somewhere today, he said, we're still making up the numbers. Well, fucking even a broken clock's right twice a day. Eventually, unless we win the flag, we're going to be making up the numbers. So yeah. well, eventually we're going to go, he's going to be right because eventually, well, if we do win the flag, well, he'll definitely wrong. We happen to lose at some stage. He'll be like, I told you. But, yeah, there wouldn't have been many people unless you buried for Collingwood who would have thought we were going to win. So, or they were going to win. So that's completely fine. Um, <clears throat> I know the boys spoke about it after the match, off to the media and that. And, but, you know, like the old one where no one listens, every player says they don't listen to the media, they don't listen to what they're being talked about. Like, we all, I've said, I'm sure I've said on it, we all know that's bullshit. They all know, because you, you get, it's a dead giveaway who's been best on the ground when, because the, the three best on were walking with three papers under their arms. Whether you've been beaten by 100 <laughs> or whether you've won by 100, walking in a rehab, the bloke who's kicked six or the bloke who's been best on walking with a paper. You know, mate, we fucking eight goals. Why do you want to read that? Oh, you want to read about yourself. So <laughs> and with, with social media, everyone knows who said what about them. So um, for future reference, not that anyone at Collingwood said that they didn't read it, but... Everyone knows, and it gets put up as bulletin board material. So, um, the more people that doubt certain individuals, or certain clubs, you know, they put it up on the wall and say, "Look, this is what they're saying about going proven wrong." It happens at every sporting club at every level in the world. So, no reason why it doesn't happen at final. Well, this actually leads straight to Brendan has uh, asked, "How often were trash media articles used by Mick to motivate the team?" Um. Yeah, a bit, um, but it was probably more a player thing and internally, like on the odd occasion, Mick was a bit different. That old school Mick um, would just rant, rave, and call them all fuckheads and, and cunts and just go berserk. But, um, but uh, yeah, like you, you, would, you would do it from time to time to get a rise out of people and that kind of thing was more individual. Like if we're getting hammered as a group, well, yeah, you know, we're under the pump boys, whatever, but that was more individual coaches and if you're getting done individually, we in a private conversation, so you didn't want to, depending on who the player was, now it's different because everyone gets cuddled and made feel like they're the best player in the world. So it might be taken off to the side and go, mate, this is what's going on, prove wrong, this is what we've got to do about it, where back in the day it was slapped up on the board for everyone to see, you're going shit out, fucking sort it out. <laughs> when else a bit different. Are you saying Mick was direct occasionally? Oh, recently, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From uh, Entertainment by Vin. Listed, I want a list, top 10 list of Dane's favourite alcoholic drinks. I might try and drink, drink them all. Um, yeah, fuck alcoholic drinks. Um, probably drink them, well, beer and vodka. I'll, I'll top me out. I probably wouldn't drink 10 different drinks. Um, well, the way, well, beer during the day, Wine at night, wine at dinner, and vodka into the night. Same. Slap a shot of tequila and stuff. Tequila's probably what I shot because I hate the way it tastes, but love what it does. 
It's the only upper, I think. <laughs> Sam? I'm not a huge drinker, but when I do go out, I like to start with a couple of cocktails and then once I'm a Margie girl and then I'll go on to my gin and tonics or gin and sodas. Very nice. From uh, Benji, uh, oh, yeah, on, on beer during the day and then on to, on to red. I can't handle white. Yeah, yeah um, same. I hate white, don't like white wine and all. Red. From Benji, uh, wedges, chips, potato, gems or sweet potato, <clears throat> which is the best? Love your show. Thank you, sir. The best potato, the best way a potato is made. Is that what that is? Sweet potato fries. Oh, Hold on, so repeat them or you're just going to ask me the name of the best way a potato is made. Okay, yeah, make it that way. All right, Sam. Um, the best, well, hot chip is the best potato, like your fresh, your fries. Which is also uh, Scotty's, uh, Cummings' favourite seafood. Who's sorry? <laughs> um, we're oh. allowed to say, we've got past the year. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so I'd say the hot chip, mashed potato, scallop potato. Do you call them like scallop potatoes? Do you call them something different over WA? Potato cakes. No, scallop potatoes, like in the oven. Like oh, potato bake. I don't know, Ralph. Do you your Do you know what I'm talking about? Scallops, yeah, potato scallops in the in the in the oven, yeah. Yeah, with like cream and like... Yeah, yeah it's potato bake. What, what are the... I just call it potato. It's a potato bake, is it? Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, um, so that, then probably roast potato. Oh, how good. For me. Will probably be my four. And then, then, the, then the humble um, potato chip, look, a chip. Ooh. Here's one for a top, top ten, 10 list. Now, maybe not a top ten list. Can I, can I suggest one to you via uh, Stingen? I think he's got. I think he's got one for you, Dane. Okay, the the, uh, yeah. the cereal packets. One of those little the, the the different packets of cereal. That, you know, when the eight the eight and one. Like when you go to a, when you go to a buffet in the morning and you can get cereal like Coca Pops. Oh yeah, those little packets and there's Corn Flakes, there's Special K, there's Nutrigrain. What are they called? Yeah, the I think so. Variety packs. Yeah, hey, we'll send. We'll tell him to fucking send me a pack because nothing's for nothing. <laughs> Um, from Stignation, uh, thoughts on Caroline Wilson? She'd be a roar at parties. Oh, I've say better. Um, well, mate, you need just like the just like um, Ralph. I seen you on Twitter today, and just like uh, the the movie Frozen's most famous song. You need to let it go, buddy. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually get, people get cancelled. It just shits me because now I don't give a fuck. Get, I didn't really see. I didn't really. I didn't see his. Comment. What did he exactly say? He said, "Oh, and on Derby, I'll be going to Derby Day while she does her best work." Along, it was near word for word that because the mole was a problem with it. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, the mole was a problem with that. Apparently, that's been derogatory towards women. Okay, is it insinuating what I think it's insinuating? She's she's due on Derby Day. She's due on Derby Day, and that means. Um, Xavier Ellis has been derogatory towards women. I would think there's only one person who could, who's entitled mm. to have a problem with that. And if she didn't, well, then there's no problem. Well, uh, I don't even get it. Well, yeah. gone, man. Well, if, okay. my mother said, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. So I'm not going to say it at all. Um, but it's ridiculous. Ralph, Ralph, give us a tip for the battling punters. Saying that again, you didn't yeah. thank me. Probably Beal, is that what you're going to say? Yes. Thank yes, you. Yes, no, I'm back. Thank me. I backed Proverbial, so thank you. 
Credits where credits are you. Thanks, Ralph. I backed it the last two times because of you. Um, Thank you. Have you got one? Have you got one? Put it in. Put it in. Listen, if you're going to have a bet, where would you bet? Where would you put this bet on, Ralph? Oh, only on sports bet, I would say. Uh, Absolutely. Dave. Definitely. So who, who, who are you thinking? Okay, so I'll do I'll do a, like a, a group situation here. I don't think our horse is much good, and I haven't done the international form yet, but I reckon the internationals will beat us. So In what? In, in, the in all the big games, yeah. in many yeah. cases, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm very worried about our horses being good enough, and not, but I haven't lined them up. And in um, in the three-year-olds, because they're, like, there's the guineas this week, just back Sydney horses to be faster than Melbourne horses. So that's that's my overview. So if you see a Sydney okay. horse, back a Sydney horse and then... And put them in the Collingwood for Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. That'll be money. That'll, that'll be about two bucks. Or put... I guess they're about two bucks. The line's three and a half, so... You might as well take that just in okay. case. But um, that'll be your money in the in service in the office. In the yeah. All right. Well, nothing's for nothing, uh, Sam. Are we going to try and get masks? Is that what you wanted to know, Sam? Well, well yeah. I th- you know, Swanee and Friends mask. I think that Swanee, when he goes for his brisk walk around the block celebrating, he could wear his very own Swanee and Friends mask. What do you think, Swanee? Um, well, I don't really give one fuck either way, to be honest. So... Um, <laughs> How did, how did I actually know well, but, that you were going to say that? Um, yeah, whatever. I just wanted to shout out to Jackson who said, would like to raise a concern. It's always funny when Ralph laughs, but I think he might need to get to the hospital and get checked. That fucking wheeze. I and I actually showed my, <laughs> I showed my kids and they both agreed. <laughs> did they? I wish I could yeah. pull it out. Once oh, we're um, back in the same room, I'll be able to pull his wheeze out, guys. Don't you worry. Don't what were your, what were your thoughts on the Bachelor for finale? I didn't say it, but... I need, this, this is where I get my bachelor update. Look, Sam, I lost con- concentration. You lost concentration. I think that um, yep. Bella didn't do herself any favour a couple of weeks towards the end. It was probably the edit. Let's be honest. Producers have a heavy hand when it comes to reality TV shows these days. But mm-hmm. her character turned, so I'm not surprised she reacted the way she did. She looked very pissed off and dismissive, and it kind of set her up to have a pretty glamorous fall from grace. Um, I thought he would pick Irina. I think Irina was more of a sensible choice for him. Um, I think um, now, you know, we know what happened last time we quoted someone else on this podcast. We got cancelled. But let me make it very clear. This is not my opinion. This is someone else's opinion said that it was kind of clear that Whoa, he just yeah, – <laughs> They said that it was kind of obvious that you'd probably want to fuck Bella but you'd want to marry Irina, if that makes sense. That's they were his words. Yep. They now, were like, should they I think were you're on your own that one, Sam. takes <laughs> Well, my friend that um watched it with me via he was on FaceTime. He watched it in Sydney, and I watched it in Melbourne. He go. It was his first time, so I had to give him a rundown on everyone. And he said to me, "I don't know if you know this kind of saying, Dane, but he called Bella what you would call a big day. You know, when you look at some girls and you're like, oh, that's a big day." Like, you know, like Irina just is nah. like simple and easy to entertain. You know that she's not going to be hard work, but they're some girls that you just look at and you're like, fuck, it's going to be a big day. I've got to take her out. Uh, uh, that must be a Sydney um, show girl. I've never heard that. Oh, I've heard it, Sam. That's it. Apparently, she's a big day. What was that? Now, like? Sam, would, if, if, um, if they approach you, would you go on The Bachelor? Who have you been talking to? <laughs> Hang on. I've been talking to anyone because <laughs> I fucking, I'm not allowed. No, I wouldn't. I swear to, I, what? I wouldn't. What's going on here? 
Look, well, I, 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 I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone who knows what's you. What's the line for the show, Sam? Is that what David's suggesting? What's happened? No, I would never I go on The Bachelor. You. Couple of reasons. I'm pretty picky. I reckon I'd walk in the room and there's only one guy there. I'd go, not my type. And then I'd, I'd be no good for TV. But also, as we know, as one of 26 girls, you're going to get given a character and there's every chance I could get made into a, a villain. Whereas if you go on as the Bachelorette, you get made into Australia's sweetheart from the get-go and then you've got a pick of 26 blokes. So you want to do the Bachelorette, is that oh, what you're I saying? No, I'm not saying I want to do the Bachelorette. My girlfriends have been uh, raising it quite loudly in my ears and pushing well, the agenda. What about been, Love Island or Farmer Wants no a Wife? Chance. Or Married at First Sight? No chance. When I was um, younger, my dad always used to try and push me to go on Farmer Wants a Wife because, you know, I'm 33 now, so I'm clearly a spinster in my parents' eyes. But, um, no, I wouldn't go on any of those. I, I'd Look, I'd, for the for, nothing's for nothing, Dane, for the right amount, no, I would well, consider well, the Bachelorette. Well, that's what I was going to say. I said, well, fucking hold your horses. If they come, knock him. Nothing is for nothing. Good for your profile for a year. Anyway. Well, what, what was your what was the least chance of you doing one? Was it celebrity dancing? Thing? He said, "Yeah, he said dancing Me? with stars." Yeah, the one that you would uh, love. Dancing um, with stars. Yeah, uh, is there a sing- singing with the stars? Wouldn't be great. <laughs> the mask um, singer. <laughs> Where do you go on the mask singer? Cooking. Uh, yeah. So when they, when they go, take it off, take it off. It's not likely to be done. <laughs> Very fucking unlikely. Um, <laughs> Well, they've asked, they asked me to do Dancing with the Stars a couple of years ago. And, like, honestly, they, they come back with some, oh, the money was you know, a yearly, like, a very nice yearly wage for a lot of people. But, mate, I, I said, mate, if they offered me a million bucks to do it, I'd really probably still say no. That's how much. And, like, Is that who doesn't need a million? After tax. Yeah, well, your land takes fucking 20%, so I don't know if End up with a bag of potatoes and a bloody two-litre bottle of Coke. That's about it. After he gets his fingers in all me pies. Have you got a joke to finish? Uh, no, I forgot. No, I've got a really, I've got a really bad one that one of my kids gave me yeah. first week back. Yeah, was actually yeah. not really bad. It made me laugh because she was six. What did the horse say after it finished dinner? What? Um, nay, I don't know. That was the final straw. Oh, fuck. That's terrible. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.